They call it a mountain hill But it's really a great big hill And that's okay, I love it still You can climb or you can drive Either way is quite alright The first way just takes a little longer Take the lady, please. And while you boil that cup of brew, it's something I've been meaning to. I come to see that you.
That's Laura Keating with Blue Water from her debut album, Let Me Tell You. Now, Laura Keating is a Hamilton, Ontario-based singer-songwriter who writes songs that come straight from the heart and loves to tell stories about her hometown, her life and relationships, and the underlying mysteries that tie everything together, and all delivered in a passionate and honest, yet also matter-of-fact way. We're pleased to welcome Laura Keating to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. I am thrilled to be having this conversation, Jan. I'm well, so blessed. Thank you so much. Well, you know, it was great when you reached out to me because I, I actually really do love it when people reach out and say, hey, you know, I'm Laura, I'm from Hamilton, uh, this is my debut album, love to, to share it with you. And, you know, one of the things I should say is sometimes people need to reach out to me several different ways because I get so much music each week and often <laughs> it's trying to cut through and say, look, you know, I really would like to chat with you about my music. So it's great to have you with us today. I'm very grateful, and it's wonderful that I could send it to you, and you actually contacted me back and said, I've listened a few times. That, You know what? A lot of music flies by, by us, and we don't really get the time or the just to sit down and really listen to the lyrics and, and what the, the singer is trying to say. So I really do appreciate that, and especially when you get to play a concert or whatever where people are really in the listening mode. It just makes you play better, and you just feel so good about what you're doing. It's a privilege, really. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because, you know, we live in this age, you know, streaming is really taking off. You know, people are struggling to understand, well, you know, should I be making CDs? Should I be sending CDs yeah. out? Should I be just putting singles out? You know, how much time do I spend on, you know, streaming platforms that will not give me much money versus, you know, everything yeah. else I do? And And to be honest, in radio, it's quite confusing, too. I mean, we're still trying to work through things I, I i really do believe that things will eventually shift back and people will realize that uh even though you can you know the playlists on a streaming platform are curated it's not quite the right. same as having someone on the radio uh talk about music that really means something to them and That's with right, yeah. with that in mind i wanted to say how much i did enjoy listening to your album and i want to talk about the first song because that was blue water and I imagine it is written about the mountain in Hamilton, which is part of the Niagara yes. Escarpment, and, and looking out over the water from there. Is that what it's about? Yes, it is. And it's funny, because uh, when I do play that to a Hamilton crowd, they get the, they get the innuendos there with, um, you know, we call it a mountain, but it's really just a great big hill. That's always a joke in Hamilton, right? Because we say, we live on the mountain, and people are looking for these big <laughs> peaks, but there are none, <laughs> right? So uh, it's a beautiful view, though, um, uh, when you're standing up there on the escarpment. It's all kind of parkland there um, on the edge, and you just look out um, and see the, the cold blue. I, I think that song was written on a cold March day, so everything was kind of very bright and and there might have been even some snow still on the ground. But it just caught my eye, and I wanted to just capture that. Um, I, you know, I make sometimes declarations in my mind, and I just file away ideas. And, and that was one where I sort of said, I declare I'm going to write a song called Blue Water. And uh, I did. The interesting thing I found was when I first listened to it was how positive it is. It, You know, Hamilton is one of those cities that unless you really spend time there, you don't appreciate because you think it's this 
you know, blue collar industrial place, but it's really thriving in a lot of ways. As a, oh, it's changed a lot over the years. I did used to work in Toronto commute years and years ago, and there was a real stigma attached to Hamilton, you know, with the factories and that. And I have written some other songs, uh, um, not recorded yet, but that have that touch on that subject of the factories. And and you know what? There is beauty in unexpected places, and you just need to look a little deeper. And uh, the people and and the geography, everything that God has has given us. Sometimes we just, like I said, we fly by things and we don't always just stand still for a moment and appreciate. And when you do that, like I, I just, that song, I played it, I play it, I think I play it every gig because it's one of my faves and it just always makes me feel um, peaceful. And that's what, you know, the surrounding area does for me here, so... Well, you know, as a, a a song about your hometown, I think it's again, it obviously helps if you have some context about the place. But yeah, you know, I've spent quite a bit of time in Hamilton over the years, and 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 grown to love it. I know musicians who have left Toronto and moved to Hamilton, not just because it's mm-hmm. a cheaper place to live and you can still get access to to Toronto when you need it, but it does have this wonderful arts community, and you know, and it oh. is developing quite a good cultural center to it. So. Uh, all power to Hamilton. Now. Yeah, that's great. So tell us about the songwriting. This is your first album, but as I gather, I think you wrote your first song when you were 15, didn't you? About that, yeah. Um, I started off on guitar as a little girl um, because my brothers were all mu- um, into music. Two of them went into it professionally. One other brother did it more professionally later in life. I was just thinking a few minutes ago when about this in preparation of this interview. I remember getting, uh, pulling, you know, the, the tray out underneath the stove and finding pots and pans in there. And they, my brothers would be playing, and I didn't, maybe this was before I even had a guitar. I'd turn the pot over, I'd use the, the handle as the, the, the neck of the banjo or whatever, and then I would tap my nails on the, the, the back part of the pot and pretend like I was playing a banjo. <laughs> like, we're just, we were just always into it. And, uh, so I picked up the guitar first, and then I, I kind of moved into piano all through my teen years. And that's when I just discovered writing music was just an awesome thing to do. I spent so many hours doing that. It just occupied me uh, immensely. And uh, But I decided, because my brothers were in music already, and, and they were a, a fair bit older than me, I realized that I didn't want, at that time in my life, the instability of a music career. I, I, did, I only had one foot in there, so I decided to go into radio, of all things. <laughs> and uh, I ended up being a copywriter. So I was writing in that that way, which was, you know, you being in radio, commercials are about hook lines and, 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 uh, and selling something, right? Similar to music, in a way, right, with lyrics? Well, you know, it's funny you say that, because that's like, you know, when I do my radio show, I mean, I... You know, when I'm picking, I pick the music that I want to play, and I always want to find something to say about every album. You know, it's right. you can't say a lot because otherwise it becomes just a talk show. And I do put interviews in every episode because I want people to to get behind the music to to meet the individual. But at the same time, for those people who are just getting their music played, you always want to find something. And it is pretty much like copywriting. It's just that little nugget that you can say, yeah. you know, that that might get people to say, oh yeah. 
I heard Jan talking Jan about Laura Carrier, Keating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll check her out next time that I see that she's playing. So, uh, yeah, that's certainly why I do what I do. The thing I love is when you were talking about, you know, one foot into, you know, music as a career, you mm. decided to step out and, and go into radio first. Now you're making a lot more music, but it's become a lot harder to make a career in music. And, yeah. You know, and I, I guess it's it, it probably becomes a time of life thing, doesn't it? I think so. Um, I think I'm I'm I truly believe with my whole heart that the the way the reason I am doing what I'm doing today is that it was the it's the right time for me. Just my time of my life, the need I had to get into music again. I uh, a few years ago I needed I needed so much peace in my life. And that's what spurred this on. And just uh, God really put the desire of writing again in my heart because I had not done it in many years. I mean, I raised four kids, and um, you know, I've I've been a content person and a and a piano teacher. I'm still doing that, but the need to do this has really been just a medicine for me. And and it's just turned into such a joyful experience and, and challenging, lots of effort put in, but it, I'm, I swear, it does not feel like work. It's just something that uh, I feel so motivated by it. It's just a big part of my life, just, and it, I'm, I'm really enjoying this chapter I'm in. So I'm hoping that it continues, and uh, I seem to be having good luck. I'm, I'm just putting one foot forward each day, and just uh, trusting that I'm on the right path, and uh, I feel like it's it's lined up for me. That all sounds great, and to be honest, it's very much like the introduction to the interview. You know, one of the things I love about your music is the fact that you know, you're passionate and honest, but I like the way that you tell it how it is, and I think that was the thing that I um, first struck me when I was listening to the album, because I was listening to Blue Water, and then you make the comment about... You know, it's a mountain, but really it's just a hill. And, you know, and it, it's just like, you know, and I think we do need to have, I mean, one of the things that song can do for us in music generally is it can help us connect. And I think to having, you know, songwriters who are able to connect uh, in an easy way. And it seems to me that you you seem to connect with your audience uh, fairly easily because you you come at it authentically. Is that a fair thing to say? I would I would say so. It's It's just kind of, I don't know, you're just, you're, I, I get ideas, I, 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 de I know really, since I started writing intently, I, 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 I kind of have radar on for ideas, and it's just little things that I will notice, and I kind of file them away in my mind, and it's funny how it, you could have a few ideas floating up there that just seem so random, like, how could they ever go together? But then a lot of times something else will happen and it'll just be the thread that pulls them all together. And um, just, I, I, it's really speaking from my heart. I find, I find the songs that I've had most success with. I played a song the other night. Um, it's a brand new one called High Horse. And I got a few people coming up to me. It was brand new. And when I wrote that, it was a personal statement about some things and I just find that when I get really personal that's when people kind of take notice you know just laying it out there 
not not being afraid to to say some things but i i always i the the challenge that i have and and the love that i have of words is that i like to i like to say strong things but i like to do it in a way that doesn't hit people over the head but just do it in a way that is poetic and um interesting hopefully <laughs> but never to never to uh to lecture or or preach or anything like that. I never want to do that. That's just not me. But I just I I just can't write a song without some sort of message like that's dear to me. I've tried to do that one time I sat down um and thought because I hadn't written in a while, I had a bit of a lull and I, I sat down and thought I'm going to write a song today and I had no clue. And I wasted 4 or 5 hours. And I just crumpled it up and I thought well, I just learned something that day. I thought, you know, I have to trust that the songs will come when they're ready and when the message is what I think needs to be said, it will come out and I have to wait for it. So I, I don't worry about things anymore like that. <laughs> I just let it happen. And that that's a perfect thing to say. It's actually a good lead into the next song we're going to play, which is Soldier On, which um, I found a... It's a, it, you know, it's a sad song in some ways, but it also is uplifting because we all need to soldier on at different times in our life. Right. And I wanted to give you a chance to, to talk about this one. I obviously sense it's a very personal song for you. It is a very personal song. I, I don't really get into a lot of details about it, but what I can say is that our family, me, but speaking from me, I suffered a, the hugest loss I think a person could suffer. And um, and it's something I'm still working through um, on a daily basis. And the song was just sort of uh, how going through my life and and how looking at my days and and through that grief. And um, there's a there's a line in there uh, on the last verse. I don't know if you noticed it, but it said, "If not for the geese to my rec- rescue." That comes from people, friends we've made um, through our uh, suffering, I guess you want to say, <sighs> kind of gave us some hope in the sense that when geese are flying together, if one of those geese gets, gets sick and has to you know, drop down and rest or whatever, there will always be another um, goose, I guess you call it, that will come down and stay with them. And just be there with them. And that's exactly what I wanted to put in that song. Because if you're going through something, thank heavens if you have the support of family and friends to help you. And that, I believe, is just God working through people. And that's what happened with me. I was just surrounded by such a loving family and and loving friends. But I know in deep in my heart is that no matter what, no matter how many friends and family you have, in my belief is that I had to reach out really to God and just say, you know what, it's so hard for me, I have to lean on you. And when I did that, my life started moving forward and music music became a, a light light for me. It, it, it was I was reminded of my passion for it. I had sort of forgotten about it or hadn't needed it. It was kind of maybe put on a shelf for a while. 
But um, God reminded me of my passion for music that I had in my teens. And um, I'm telling you, Jan, the music just poured out of me and couldn't write a song fast enough, honestly. I would get it written, and I was in a rush to record it here, just have it documented, and get on to the next one. And uh, it's slowed down a bit now, and, and things have moved, shifted from, you know, more soldier on is a more painful tune um, into more joyful music. I have a lot of music that is foot stomping, and, and you're not really getting that maybe too much on this album. But um, it's moved in all kinds of directions, and uh, I think that's just a, a sign of healing in my life, and I'm so grateful for it. Really, I'm pouring my heart out here, Jim. <laughs> well, you know, I was going to say you 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 gave me goosebumps big time, and I always say, oh. to, you know, one of the things about doing interviews is I always want the nugget, and you know, and as much as you know, these situations are, are dreadful. I mean, you you can't imagine having to go through anything yeah. like this. We all have to go through things like that, but you think um, we all have something exactly. Yeah. And you know, the the thing is that it kind of reminds me, you know, that. It is always darkest before the dawn, but at the same right. time, you know, the light does come. And it, it kind of fits in. And I have to say, the first time I listened to that song, I had to pull over on the side of the road and listen to it. It's like, oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Wow. The, this song really touched me because it reminded us that, you know, we have to, you know, we find a way to, to keep going. And I, I loved what you said about the goose, you know, that there's a goose there that will will help us, will help us get going again and we just have to hang in there so i i really want to to thank you for for sharing that song with us all and let's listen to it just now this is laura keating with soldier on from the album let me tell you you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm jan hall <laughs> Light streams through my window, it looks like it's gonna be a nice day The radio's on, playing some song about love gone astray But like every morning, my thoughts turn to you Here comes another day without you Slip off my pajamas and pull on a pair of old jeans Head down the stairs and my knees start to creak again Thank God for the coffee brew Cause here comes another day without you And I soldier on And I soldier 
The list as long as my heart can reach I cook up a storm mop a floor Got some students to teach The hours get filled while I'm longing for you Another day without you, and I soldier on, and I soldier. Maybe it softens the blow to some small degree. If not for the gears to my rescue. comes another day without you and I soldier on and I soldier on and I soldier That's Laura Keating with Soldier On from her great new album, Let Me Tell You. It's actually her debut album, and Laura is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting about her music. I, I'm so pleased, Laura, you know, when we were talking before the break there about uh, how music has helped you move forward. And, you know, what comes through in this conversation is, is it really, to me, it really feels like you've found a great place to be and expand um, on what you can do with music. You know, you said, you, you know, know, starting yeah. off with a musical family and then, uh, you know, moving 
through a period of life where, you know, your music wasn't so front and center, but now it's back mm-hmm. and it just feels real yeah. good. You know, I feel, I feel like we all have a seed in our, ourselves. There's, everybody's got some sort of gift or talent and sometimes we don't always recognize it and then, and, and then cultivate it. And, uh, I, you know, I just feel like, uh, when, when music kind of found me again, um, I kind of, I hung on to it. I, I decided not to just sit back and go let it roll by me. I, I hung on and I, I got busy with it. And, uh, and it was, uh, you know what, when that happened, I saw my future. I saw my future. Before that, um, I didn't feel like I had a future. That's really, yeah, that was, I realized that a little while ago to put a label on that, like just put a line on that. What was really happening is when you're going through something that's really hard to to handle, you feel like your future has been wiped out. And um, when all this music came in and I I grabbed hold and just started writing, with each song I just felt a little bit better. And uh, you know what? It was so funny. Uh, When I started writing, I, I, I didn't see anything on the path ahead of me. I was just writing. And then it was weird how all of a sudden playing in my living room to my walls was not enough. I needed to get out and share it. And I started busking. And that's a weird thing to do when you're my age. (laughs) But uh, uh, I did it. I always remember the first day I did it. And uh, I went somewhere where no one would know who I was. (laughs) But I had to do it. And I, I remember doing it clearly. It was in a September day. And uh, I just started singing and playing, and I felt joy. And joy, I've discovered, is a lot deeper than happiness. And uh, I knew, I just knew in my heart that this was where what I should be doing, because I just felt like I had, wow, I feel like I have this purpose. And uh, sharing it has just uh, magnified that. Um, so it just kind of led to open mics and... And then, and then through that, I was, I got lucky. I got noticed by a couple people that were sort of connected, and uh, it just started to grow. And so gigs were happening, and some concerts, and uh, just weird how how life. I just never knew what was coming, but um, I kind of made this this decision that you know what I've been given this gift, and I kind of recognize it that it's something I really like to do. And I'm going to say yes, more than no, to anything that comes along. And uh, it's uh, it's been uh, fruitful. We're certainly having checked out some clips of you playing live on YouTube. And then learning last week that I think that you opened for Jane Sibbery. Uh, yeah, things are really looking up for you as a live performer. I feel so privileged and blessed. Um, yeah, with Jane Sibbery... Uh, I just made contact with her a, a couple times and let her know what I was doing and who I was. And uh, her generosity blew me away because um, I almost fell off my chair when she uh, messaged me and said, yeah, Laura, let's let's do it. You can open my show. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was so thrilled. And, we, it, and it went off really well. Uh, we ended up doing two songs because it was a timing thing. My songs, some of my songs are longer um, than normal. Um, so, yeah, we did two songs, and uh, with Gord Moss, he's a fellow I um, 
he does percussion for me, and he's also the guy who did all my uh, graphics and, and photography on the album. So we had a great night. It was wonderful. And she's a wonderful artist. She's a very interesting player. Very interesting. And now looking for more gigs and more opportunities to play. I, it yeah. sounds like you're in that phase. It's like, yeah, I've got my guitar. I'm ready to go. Where do you want me to be? Yeah, so we have some shows uh, coming up in Paris and uh, Port Dover and Elora. And uh, and uh, we are playing this. It's interesting, the Garifraxa Cafe in Durham. That's in the fall. So I'm kind of I'm moving ahead and, and pushing things like further into the year. It's, it's nice to have a... A calendar that's filling up, and uh, I really want to do um, house concerts. That's something I'm. I think my music is perfect for. I've done a couple, and a few that are lined up. They're just waiting for dates to kind of materialize. Uh, so I'm. That's something uh, that I. I think people don't know enough about that they can have. You know, performers come into their home. It's affordable, and. Um, have such an intimate music experience. I wish more people would do it. <laughs> well, I actually, having you, you have this conversation with me, I'm hoping that you will get more people saying, hey, Laura, come and, come and play. Yeah. Because one of the things that definitely comes through this conversation is that having Laura Keating come and play music for you is more than just having Laura Keating come and play music for you. And, and that is really important. You know, to me, that... That is the hook. I mean, you, you're very authentic the way you write your songs. You're very authentic about the way you deliver them. And to me, that, that bodes really well for the future. And I guess if people want to learn more about your upcoming dates, they can go to your website, right? Right. That's all listed there, sure. So that's lauraketingmusic.com. Uh, you can learn all about her shows there. You mentioned, Laurie, you're working on new songs. Tell us a little bit about what happens next. Well, you know, uh, since this is all new to me, um, I have to mention that I don't think I've mentioned that my brother is the producer on this album, Charles Cousins, and I need to talk to Charles again about this. I'm still selling some physical albums of this one, so I'm, I'm looking to um, uh, let them go if people would like a copy. I'd love to do another album. It's just a matter of getting the A-OKs around the house here and <laughs> making sure I can go forward in that direction because this is really a, a new phase in my life and uh, I have lots of material. I did a thing in um, taking some of my music that is a little bit more spiritual and I did a, a concert at uh, Kingsway Lambton uh, United Church in Etobicoke in May my music goes in a lot of directions, and one of the directions is slightly more spiritual. I could see that happening one day, and then doing another album that's a little bit more mainstream. So, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen when, but uh, I definitely want to. And you're definitely having lots of fun doing it, quite clearly. I am. Yeah, that's great. It's been great Very to hard. talk to you today. What I'd like to do is finish with another track from the album. And you suggested we should play Mercy Me because I think that shows the other side of your playing. Uh, yeah. It's certainly a lot more upbeat. And when I was checking out the clips on YouTube, it's like people were raving about your guitar playing and things. It's like, so tell us a little bit about this song. Oh, Mercy Me is, uh, it's, it's a funny uh, how that song came to be. Uh, I remember uh, I entered uh, a contest a few years ago, a music contest. And uh 
I had my hopes up so high. And I ended up being a semi-finalist in it. But I was like, I was, I was just like bummed out. I remember coming out of that and thinking, man, uh, why, why didn't I get to be finalist? And, and uh, I was a little bit down in the dumps. And I thought, then I had sort of like a revelation. I was like, what are you talking about, Laura? Be grateful for what you've got. And you're moving forward and stop, you know, don't feel sorry for yourself. And I thought to myself, how old do I have to be? How old, how, how old do I have to be? How long do I have to live on this planet where I can accept things and, and grow, right? So it was just a thought. It was so I had a little bit of fun with this song. I'm really not as bad as I say I am in this song. <laughs> if you listen to the lyrics, but uh, it's it's just sort of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. But the message was that I needed to. I have a lot to learn still as a human being, and uh, but I'm growing. And that's the way we should all be. Yeah. It's been great to talk to you today. This is Laura Keating with Mercy Me from her great new album. Let me tell you. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And Laura, thanks for spending the time to talk to us today. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You know what? I thank you from the bottom of my, of my heart for people like you that take such a deep interest in, in music and just let us talk. Thanks so much. That I would appreciate those My life is like a book that's half written Like a picture and the paint is still wet I don't know if I'll be ready for heaven I got a lot of learning to get I was taught, educated long ago Right from wrong are the things that I was shown Kind, be patient, be good and These are things I thought I understood My life is like a book that's half written Like a picture and the paint is still wet I don't know if I'll be ready for heaven I got a lot of learning to do yet On my knees begging please Mercy, mercy On my knees begging please Mercy, mercy Surprise myself every twist and turn There's so many things I haven't learned My life is like a movie on the big screen Hollywood fluff and not much in between Say my prayers for a happy ending I've been bad and that's not good mercy to me On my knees begging please Mercy, mercy On my knees begging please Mercy, mercy I am aware of this Raise the bar Up too far I guess In distress I know my weakness I'm a mess A work in progress My life is like A book that's half written Like a picture And the paint is still wet I don't know If I'll be ready for heaven I got a lot of learning to get.
movie on the big screen Hollywood fluff and not much in between Say my friends for a happy ending got bad and that's a good mercy of me Say my prayers for a happy ending I've been bad and that's not good Mercy me